If your name is Junior and you're really handsome, come on, raise your hand. You can't see it right now, but we're both raising our hands. I hope you raised your hand, too. Neither of us are Junior, and I don't know if you are, but you better have raised your hand. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, what's up, cool cats and kittens? Oh, my God. My name's Carol Bastion. <laughs> oh my god, who's watched Tiger King? Everyone. I'm waiting for their response. Wow, that's crazy. Did you like it? Yeah, no, me too. I agree. <laughs> Joe Exotic for 2020 president presidential candidate, am I right? Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want a gay president who likes animals? <laughs> Stop breathing into the mic. Sorry. She's just like, I was laughing. You were, that's what you were doing. You're a nuisance. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm not mean. But she did it again. Okay, come back. She just got up and left. I guess I'm running. (laughs) I'm running this podcast alone now. Okay, have fun. I'm sorry for all of you who tuned in for Lana, which is probably most of you. None of you. Because Lana's better than me. No, I'm not. It's not that you're better than me. People just like you better than they like me. No. Yeah, you're great. And I'm just like, <coughs> stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what's the update? Still just chilling. Riding the wave. Uh, you know, everything with COVID-19 isn't as bad anymore. Still not great. Yeah. We're still not going anywhere. No. Well, I mean, like, to the pharmacy or, like, the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, but nowhere on essential. Yeah. And we'll probably be doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. I hope my friends aren't offended and I'm not hanging out with them. And if they are... Who fucking cares? Because I don't want to spread (laughs) COVID-19. Just saying. Mm. You think your friends are mad at you, Lana, that you you haven't been hanging out with them? Uh, Your friends in Australia? I mean, that has nothing to do with COVID-19. You're just living in America. um, I don't know. Starting conversation. (laughs) Well, we went to Walmart the other day. Uh, We had to go there. Um, because you had to get something and to fix my toilet bowl. Yeah, to fix the toilet. Not that you needed to know that. Well, it that makes it essential because <laughs> the toilet was not working. Good iced tea. Oh my god. Um, and that was traumatizing because there were that was the most amount of people that we have encountered in probably three months. Yeah, there were so many people there, Mm -hmm. and no one was six feet apart. No. And it's like, when we go to the grocery store, and there's like, we go like, at night, like, maybe like an hour to 30 minutes before it closes, and there's like, I don't know, maybe like five or six people, like, just on their own walking around or whatever, but this was like, people with like, their kids, like, people with their friends, like, people standing and looking at things people standing and talking about things like not just getting what they need and getting out so that was a lot 
Yeah, and so many people in my way. Whenever there was something I had to look at, there were just people were in my way. And I didn't want to, like, go up next to them and be like, hmm, let me look. Yeah. So I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. And also, I just don't want them getting their grubby-ass germs on me. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still kind of, it's crazy. Yeah. If that was weird, I don't know how I'm going to go back to the real (laughs) world if I can't even... Yeah, you were so sketched <laughs> out. She, like, came home, took off all her clothes, put them in the laundry mm-hmm. basket, and then took a shower. Mm-hmm. Had to scrub the sin off. Yeah, and I'd already, like, lifeled everything mm-hmm. before we even got in the car. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Yep. And everybody thinks, because it's, like, warm now, that, like, COVID just magically yeah. left her. It's like, no, it's still here. Yeah. It still exists at the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, maybe if you're going in a pool and that chlorine's rubbing it off. No, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no. I'm totally joking. <laughs> it's so annoying, too, because there are people who go off on social media about, like, it's so sad. No one's taking this seriously. Like, people are still going out and hanging out with their friends. And then, like, two weeks later, it's, like, warm out and, like, Y'all are going, like, to the beach or, like, hanging out at each other's houses, like, going swimming and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. If you're going to be an asshole, at least don't be a hypocrite (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just saying. Yeah. But, mm, you know, we're doing our best. Yeah. We hope you're all doing all right. Yeah, we do. On a different note completely different Mm -hmm. i was thinking before and i was expressing this to lana and i've wondered this for years so in the musical annie you know bet your bottom dollar that the the sun will be out (laughs) tomorrow that song tomorrow that's what it's called um what is a bottom dollar I'm going to Google it while you're... Bet your bottom dollar. What the hell does that mean? What do you mean my bottom dollar? Do I have a dollar coming out of my butthole? Bet your bottom dollar. I don't understand. Like, I'm a pretty articulate person. I'm pretty intelligent, I'd say. I read a lot, but I don't know what that means. And I don't like it. And I've realized why that song has made me feel uncomfortable for so many (laughs) years. And it's because I don't know what bet your bottom dollar means. It's an idiom. Describes You're an idiom. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar, meaning... What the fuck? Oh, this idiom... Oh my God, I can't speak. EDM. <laughs> this EDC? idiom describes something that is sh- sure or certain to happen. If someone says you should bet your bottom dollar on an outcome, he or she believes... Yeah, I know what... Or it they... I know it means... Believe... Th- I know it means that. I like. I know what it means. Like what the, what it. But like, just why? But I don't know. Why do they say bet your bottom dollar? Bottom dollar. What's a bottom dollar? What about your top dollar? <gasps> Talking to the mic. Sorry. What about your top dollar? What? I, yeah. Bet your top dollars. Like top dollar is a phrase. Like I'm betting top dollar on this horse at the races. Like what's a bottom dollar? Like, you don't have money? Why would you bet the least amount of money if you think you're right? 
she's just saying i bet your bottom dollar that the because i guess it's saying like like what's that you bet your bottom dollar that that tomorrow there'll be sun she's like saying there are low chances of there being no i think she's saying like even if she like she would bet her last dollar uh that like the sun would be out like her bottom dollar like she would bet okay everything all right yeah I guess that, which is not much because <gasps> she was an orphan. Oh my god! It's okay. I'm adopted. <laughs> I can make that joke. <laughs> I wasn't an orphan though. Wasn't there a show called Orphan? A movie. But there was it's also a, a show. Oh, Orphan B- Black, Black, Orphan Black, or something. There was a show. I don't know. She was a spy. I don't, I don't know. know. That, that could be totally inaccurate. Oh yeah, and there was also a scary movie called Orphan. Love that movie. Never seen it. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't I really watch start it. watching many scary movies until, like, when we started binging scary movies a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I was like... I mean, I, I watched scary movies here and there, but I was just, like, when I was younger, I was, yeah. like, a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, yes. We, sh- we should watch Orphan. Do you guys want to watch it with us? No, they don't. I'm waiting for a response. Do you guys want to watch it with us? Okay, cool. How about tomorrow? Text me. (laughs) Benson! Benson's our cat, and she's trying to get our attention or something. What did she just knock over? I don't know, like a little cap or something. Oh, it's from a foam canister. Oh my god, she's a photographer at heart. (laughs) A, what did you, a gifted, gifted child. What did you call her that one time? I don't remember. That was funny, though. Yeah, that was. Anyways, maybe let's talk about something that other people can relate to. Yeah. Instead of our gifted child of a cat. What did we say we were going to talk about? Oh, I wanted to talk about, I just, I have, we have all these ideas written down and then the time escapes us and then we don't know what to talk about and we haven't researched any of the topics that we have listed. Mm -hmm. So I had something listed for a different project I was going to do which I might still do at some point but um like when you hinder yourself from you know posting your work like whether it be like a video or a photograph or a song or whatever you make when you hinder yourself from kind of putting it out there into the world because you're afraid other people are going to judge that piece of work or you're afraid they're going to judge you for trying to be something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, I know I'm like guilty of as much as I try and not like have that mindset about basically getting validation through posting like I'd be lying if I said that it still doesn't like play on my mind mm-hmm. as like of what I choose to do like if I post something and then like five minutes later like no one's liked it I may or may not archive it yeah and like I don't know like I'm guilty of seeing like other people's posts and they get like 200 likes and like 45 comments or something and Mm -hmm. then i'm like 
why do I have 30 likes and no comments? Yeah. I find, like, that aspect definitely bothers me. It's like, why is this person getting so many likes and I get none? But then again, it's like, I don't take Instagram that seriously. I kind of, Instagram's just like my shit bucket of whatever I want to put up there. Yeah. But I find it with making videos and, like, posting them. I kind of just really like making videos for fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And That's making them for other different things now. Yeah. Um, and I just post them because it's like I want to have somewhere to put them. Yeah. Um, but it's like I remember like in high school or even now sometimes it's like somebody we go to school with has like a YouTube channel and people will be like, oh my God, like are they trying to be like a YouTuber? Like that's so lame and they'll be yeah. kind of assholes about it. And like I'm afraid that people are going to do that with like look at my stuff and be like oh she's trying to be like cool and it's just like no i just like making videos yeah like where what am i gonna do with them like what do you want me to do just keep them on my hard drive yeah like i want to give them a home and a place to live yeah no i agree but um i'm trying to find this quote sorry no you're good i think that definitely starting this podcast because i definitely felt that way starting this as well because it's just like oh you know what are people gonna think or like yeah, is it gonna get a good reaction but it's i feel like it's helped me yeah with being able to put myself out there my work out there and just whatever i want to do out there into the world because it's like who's gonna <coughs> sorry i burped who's gonna tell me i can't like, people aren't going to tell you to your face that you shouldn't do something or they don't want you to do something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people are too weeny. Yeah. To, like, say it to your face. So, it's like, how am I going to know if somebody's judging me? I won't know. So, yeah. why not just put it out there? Who cares? Yeah. Also, I don't really care. Like, the people who judge me are, like, people I don't like anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just know, like, you know, who says stuff to me at school or something. And I'm like, okay run off Mm -hmm. go elsewhere yeah i think like regardless there's still kind of that fear there and i feel like um as bad as everything is like being in quarantine i felt a little bit less pressure because it's not like if i post something and then like it doesn't do well and then I have to like face everyone the next day if that makes sense yeah or like have people like if we like recorded this and then went to school and then like people would like play it at school or like like tell us talk to us about it at school like I feel like I would feel way more insecure than like just we're posting it and putting it out there and like sometimes our friends text us like that they listen to it which thank you by the way yeah Um, thank you we appreciate you to the real ones yes Y'all could stay. But apart from that, like, we don't really have conversations about it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, you know, people might chime in here and there, like, oh, I listened to the podcast or like, you know, something like that. Um, But it's not like, I don't know, I just feel like that usual embarrassment.
embarrassment I know at least that I would no I I totally I totally feel that because I I think about that a lot and I'm like damn I don't want to go back to school I want to just keep doing this yeah but also I'm not making nearly as much money as that sketchy website on you uh google says I'm making (laughs) oh my god (laughs) did you talk about them on the last podcast yes that feels like you said that just yesterday yeah also, I found the quote I was looking for. Oh, yeah, what is And I, I was looking for it. I went through Twitter. I went through my camera roll. And then I went through my Instagram saved. And then I remembered that I had made the quote my lock screen. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Anyways. That's so on brand for you. So I'm pretty sure I saw this on Instagram. And it says, like, if this is, if your intention is to get noticed, then the result is you will make mediocre work. And if your intention is to make good work, then the result is you will get noticed. Like, uh, uh, you know, and like, I think that's something I know definitely that I need to remember instead of like trying to make my Instagram a certain way or whatever, mm-hmm. like to please someone else. Like if I just make the work and post the work and do it, then my style or whatever, like will come and then people will follow me because they like my work, not because it looks one way for one month. And then I switch it up because I'm like, uh, this whatever method isn't right. I need to do it the way these people are doing it or something like that. Then it just like doesn't get you me anywhere. Yeah. And who wants to do that? Like, I don't get like <coughs> if you do that with your Instagram and have like a cohesive theme and you have like. I don't know, like, you have a selected color palette that you're doing one month for your theme. I know, that's cool, but also, like, that's just so tiring. Yeah, it's not, you don't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, as long as you work hard at whatever it is that you're doing and remain consistent, you know, a theme or, you know, this cohesive theme will kind of, basically, like you said, it will come, it will follow, it will fall into place. Yeah. I know I spend so much time thinking about if I'm doing it right or like thinking about like I want to post but what if I post the wrong post first or like something like just stupid stuff like that that it's like it really really doesn't matter but it definitely hinders me yeah and which is ridiculous like I don't know it's just it's hard because people are trying to use Instagram nowadays as like this vessel as this way to kind of get yourself out there whereas I feel like there's so many people like YouTubers and creators that I watch or whatever listen to their music whatever and they got their you know, they got noticed through other platforms and all their followers kind of come from that, mm-hmm. not from Instagram. Whereas, like, it could work vice versa. It could work both ways. But it's, like, I'd rather people take notice at, at like, my videos or my photography and then come to my Instagram from that, not kind of find me on Instagram and then find that. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, w- however it plays, it plays. I'm not really trying to know do that but if it works that way then cool Mm -hmm. that's why you kind of share your work on multiple platforms yeah but you know yeah and don't get me wrong i don't 
it's not like I never think like, oh, maybe I should post more or sh- I should do this. Like, I, I do think about that. But overall, like, I know that's just not necessarily me. Yeah. Like, I'll go through phases of, like, posting every day for, like, a couple weeks. And then I'll be like, eh, I don't really have anything for you. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, it's better to just go on there and post when you want to. Mm. Than, like, making it, like, a chore if it's not something, like... Like, there's, like, the people who it's, like, that's, like, their job. Yeah. Or, like, you know, they have the theme down or they're, like, like whatever. Like, they have their way that they like to do it. But if you don't, you don't have to do it that way. Because I know I, like, I see people that post, like, every day and they have, like, these trendy, like, story posts and everything. And I'm, like, oh, I want to be like that. Like, you know, I should do that. Because, you know, they're getting good engagement, like this, that, blah, blah, blah. And then I see someone else who, like, hasn't posted in, like, a year. And I'm like, I know they make really good work. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, mm, maybe I should just, like, be like that. Like, but it's like, ugh, I, don't, I don't, then it's still going, like, it's the total opposite ends of the scale. And I still jump from one end to the other. Like, I go dead off social media or I'm, like, p- posting a hundred things. Yeah. I remember talking to somebody once and we were just kind of talking about social media or whatever and they were like, oh, well, you know, if you don't want to get annoyed by social media, just treat your social media like your Instagram, like it's a business. Like you post, you know, you make content and then you post it this day, this day and the other day Mm -hmm. and then you're off of it the rest of the time or unless you're engaging, you know, engaging with your followers but it's like i don't want to run my own instagram like a business because i'm not a business yeah like i know like as creatives we have to have like a brand and brand ourselves or whatever but it's like can't my brand just like be not being a brand yeah also like don't get me wrong like for businesses and companies like you know that's when social media comes into play and being cohesive and organized and whatever and that's something, you know, I'd love to be on top of Instagram if it's for somebody else and working for somebody else, like a business or a company. Yeah. You know, but I just personally for myself, I don't feel the need to just be so, um, I don't know what the word, to just be so, you involved know, in it. so involved and so planned in particular about it yeah 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 i feel that i think too because <coughs> i interned as on like a social media team <laughs> of one <laughs> and you know was part of all of that you know the planning and the themes and the you know, making everything flow and the patterns and everything. So I felt like, well, if I can do it for other people, I should be able to do it for myself. But it's so much harder to do it for your own stuff. Oh, yeah. Also because, you know, you're your own harshest critic. So trying to, you know, I try and make, like, grids to plan out, like, what I'm going to post. And then I basically never follow it. Or I change it so many times that then I just don't want to look at it anymore and then I just don't post. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's so hard doing it for yourself. Yeah. And like, you know, f- I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's it's difficult because, I mean, it Instagram's been around for a little bit, but it's still yeah. so new. Mm-hmm. And the impact that it has is still so new as far as like the generation before us did not use it in the way we did to uh, equate for their success or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that it necessarily has to now, but just it does play a role in a lot of people's yeah. success and earnings or, you know, mm-hmm. blowing up influencers like that whole culture and scene so it's like it's difficult to kind of navigate because our generation is basically the guinea pigs yeah um so it's like if i don't use instagram am i still going like is it going to help me be successful or is it going to hinder me because i'm comparing myself to other people like my work to other people I'm trying to you know fit into categories or you know only post certain stuff like all the stuff the YouTube stuff like how to grow your Instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. like if I followed all those rules I would be confining myself as an artist yeah totally so you know is confining myself and having a nice feed and getting followers and like blah 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 worth the downsides that it would have or you know should I just post whatever I want post when I want not post if I don't want to and let my website speak for itself and which is what a lot of our professors Mm -hmm. not all but yeah a majority of the ones who we like really look up to do lean that way and like it's just difficult because, you know, they were part of the generation where Instagram wasn't yeah. a thing. And even though it is now, they already have, um, like, a, p- a portfolio of yeah. commissioned work to mm-hmm. their name. Is yeah. Not. <laughs> and it's, like, it's hard as um, creatives because, <coughs> um, well, it's hard as creatives, I mean, if, for any of you don't know already and haven't listened or don't know us, like we're photographers, we go to school for photography, we've done work in the industry, and nowadays it's so, like we literally had to take a social media class. It's like so emphasized, yeah, and so kind of like pushed onto us, yeah, nowadays to be like, you know, you have to brand yourself, you have to be a brand, and you know you do have to brand yourself to a degree but it's yeah. just like they're pushing branding yourself on like your instagram and kind of pushing instagram mm-hmm. whereas like we have professors and that class that teach us how to use it um but also it's like you know not for nothing but instagram when you post something um you're giving instagram the right to whatever work it is that you post and if some company or somebody wants to be an asshole and take your picture and use it on their advertisement for their business or claim it as their whatever, 
Yeah. You know, if you don't have the proper copyright claims for yeah, that image, then yeah, you then don't really own it. Yeah, then you're shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of professors who are like, who don't post. We have half and half professors who post their work, yeah. this and that, you know, whatever. Use Instagram, great for branding. And then we have professors that are like, they don't post their work on Instagram. They don't trust it. They just post, you know, pictures of themselves with their family and... Um, and they're like, you know, try to avoid putting your work on there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Instagram ruins the quality of her oh pictures. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so bad. So bad. I'm sure quality. like I'm trying to figure out a way around it. You know, maybe I won't even, but, um, it's not even worth it. I just feel like when I post my pictures and then the quality looks bad, I'm like, it takes away from like... I don't know, looking at pictures on Instagram versus going into a gallery or seeing them in print or something like it, there really is, especially if you have an artistic eye, th- there is a real oh for difference sure. for mm-hmm. the impact that it has. And like giving all your images away to Instagram, like mm-hmm. leaves it's nothing like if you had a gallery show, like if your pictures are already all over Instagram. I just think uh. it's like they're pushing us to use social media and Instagram to brand ourselves. But what they should be teaching us is how to go out there and find work or find ways to get your work shown in the gallery or sh- showing us or teaching us how to gather a bunch of friends, throw in, you know, 20 bucks each and rent a space. Even yeah. if it's a shitty small room in the basement of a bar, like who cares? Yeah. Which, by the way, when this is over, we should definitely organize something. Yeah. So if you're from our school. Or an artist in New yeah, York. In or general. New York City. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, you know. Yeah. And you would, like, here. legitimately be down Hit to, like, up. put up your work. Like, print it nice and put it up. Let us know because, you know, yeah. we never really got to show our final work this semester. Mm-hmm. So but it would um, be cool. Yeah, and this goes for, you know, different medias, not just, um... Yeah, any artist. Yeah. Poetry. Yeah, poetry, you know, any writers, videographers. Music, if you want to perform. Yeah, musicians, painters. Uh, But, you know, come together with us, put on a show. But also, I mean, you know, instead of using, pushing yourself on Instagram super hard you know find other platforms put your work up on self-publish a book put your videos up on youtube or even make a short film and like premiere it do a watch party on twitch or something Mm -hmm. uh just find other outlets online and then once you know we're back out into the world again find physical outlets but a lot of galleries are doing like online stuff now Mm -hmm. and you could just look around for places who will take submissions for free or very cheap yeah you know it's hard to find but there are definitely places who aren't gonna charge you Mm -hmm. like thirty dollars a submission and also oh sorry (laughs) no i was gonna say or photo magazines yeah um or also this is using this is still using social media like Instagram specifically, but there are a lot of um, like small business um, artist magazines or like youth mm-hmm. uh, creatives magazines that 
are like online print or even they some do do like physical print um that you know often they're just looking for people for artists who want their work to be in them Mm -hmm. um i know a few of them like i've sent dms to like just saying that i'm interested and like you know they'll say that you know once they're um taking uh like requests like submissions for the next like magazine or whatever like you know like there's simple ways to do things like that or like artist features and stuff like that rather than um I don't know, just getting, that gets your work out to a different audience. Yeah, rather than true. the sa- Like, I feel like posting my work to my audience is almost pointless. Yeah. Because they either mm-hmm. saw it in my class or they don't care. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, I'm not having luck reaching people outside of my following very often, even through hashtags and whatever. Like, there's, you know, there's a small percentage, but not a lot actually follow me and continue to engage in my work mm-hmm. as doing artist features and yeah. you know p- little small publishings and also you get to know the owners and you know it just yeah it forms cool. more of a community yeah yeah and um it could be hard on like social hold on <coughs> sorry oh my gosh <laughs> i think it's funnier to burp into the mic than away from the mic anyways um I feel like it's just, uh, you know, it could be hard to get a following in what we do because it's such a niche. Yeah. It's so nichey. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I look at, like, other people's, like, some random, like, if I look at some random girl from high school, and I'm like, wow, she has a good amount of followers. Like, not, like, a ton, but more than me. And I'll be like, oh, wow. But it's just, like, it's all her, like, frat and sorority buddies and all that yeah. stuff. It's, like, they're just following to follow each other because it's social. But for us, it's, like, oh, we do art and it's yeah. a niche. And it's, like, people like that aren't interested in what we do mm-hmm. necessarily. Not always, but majority of the time. Yeah. No, I agree. And, like... Do you ever find, like, people from high school, they have, like, one post and, like, 3,000 followers? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bro. I'm like, I have, like, 200 posts and, like, I I hit 800, which is not that much. But I just, like, it's sad, but I really wanted to hit 1,000. And I'd finally hit the 800 mark. And now I'm back down at, like, 792 or something. So it's just, like... Remember when it's I'm not, not going to say their name? Th- Sorry, what? It's just not worth my, like, energy over being so whatever. But Oh, no, it's not worth it. But sorry, what were you going to say? I'm not going to mention this person's name, but you're going to obviously know okay, what I'm what are you going to say? Um, when this person um, asked people for her birthday to follow her so she'd oh. reach a thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, my birthday's... Uh, that we sound so mean but there's there's this person was mean to us yeah this person told me to return told us sorry to return our cat (laughs) okay anyways moving on because i don't want to talk about that oh my god one day well one day we will talk about it too soon too soon (laughs) but you will get some of the tea so keep listening if you want to hear the tea 
Okay, sorry, Lana's mic just cut out. Yeah, sorry. You probably that. didn't notice that though, because it cut off for like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anytime. Um, oh, we'll spill the tea one day. But anyways, segue. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, How do you feel about segways? The ones you ride on, not the verbal segways. Oh, um. No, I'm talking about the verbal segways. I think. Uh, <laughs> what? Did I say something? You said the ones you ride, not the verbal ones. No, I'm what? talking what about do I the ride? verbal horses. Okay. Um. Where were we before you segued? I don't know. Oh, I have the hiccups. I mean, indigest like the silent ones, like the indigestion ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Sorry, you didn't need to know that. I just thought it would be weird if... Anyway, okay. TMI? <laughs> Maybe, sorry. No, it's fine. You burp into the mic, so... Yeah. Fuck the rake. We could do whatever we want here, because again, back to what we were... To, s- to circle back real quick. Oh my god, <laughs> please never say that again. <laughs> um, yeah, this is our podcast. We could burp into the mic, have hiccup into the mic, do whatever we want, because we don't... We're not lit- letting the... The fear of being judged hinder us. And you shouldn't either. Yeah. So that's Work the on it. <laughs> you can't just be so aggressive about Sorry, it. Sorry, I didn't and mean that aggressive. And that's coming from me. I didn't mean that aggressively. I just meant it like, you know, you can say like, oh, don't be, don't let the fear hold you back. Like, you, like, you know, you can be told that countless times. That doesn't mean it does anything. I just mean d- work on it. <laughs> like, you have to put in the work too. Yeah. And maybe not letting the fear hold us back doesn't mean I could just burp onto the mic. But I'm going to do it anyways. Well, maybe think of it this way. If there's one good thing that can come out of this quarantine, maybe you can do something that usually you would be fearful of. Burping like some the mic? Oh, you're talking to the audience. I mean, yeah, I'm not talking to you. I mean, like, how... I'm not talking to you either. You know, we made a podcast, like, we've been wanting to do it, but hadn't done it. Or, like, I don't know, I'm sure there's other things. And even if it's not necessarily fearful, it's just, like, you know, not putting the time into it. Like, you hung up this seamless, this DIY hooks in the ceiling with rope and... Uh, what's it? Wires, wires, and and a piece of molding. Yeah, (laughs) um, holding up a seamless, which we then did a promo shoot on. Yeah, it looks dope. We're uh, speaking of. Sorry, finish what you're saying first. Uh, oh, I think I was just saying, like you know, just do the damn thing. Basically. I was just trying to cover up my aggressive, like, work on it. Oh, it's fine. I don't think they're actually thundering. I wasn't really yelling at you. Well, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, speaking of Instagram, I think I'm going to be putting in more effort to our podcast Instagram just to make it more fun. Yeah. Still won't be putting in more effort to my own Instagram, but I'll do it for the podcast. (laughs) Firecast? Taco Talk. I'll do it for the podcast. Yes. So oh would y'all vote Firecast or Taco Talk? What, Lana? Yeah, no, I was just going to say I totally forgot about that. Yeah. It was literally the title of our last one. We should do a poll on the Instagram for our, like, five followers. 
for our two followers. Wait, ready? Ready? Oh, wait, never mind. I can't burp. That was almost one of those where you, like, throw up. Oh, <laughs> lovely. I just throw up on the mic. There you go, audience. <laughs> this just be titled Burps. <laughs> Take a shot every time Madison burps. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should title should we title it that yeah this week okay yes. i didn't burp as much as congratulations I did last you week, can take two shots and three almost three because she almost oh, threw up two and a half <laughs> yeah but um yeah yeah i don't know did you want to add any more to our the conversation like this conversation or not particularly Okay, <coughs> well then, since we're gonna wrap it up in a couple minutes, I just, I didn't want to like talk about this in the beginning, so as not to like, I don't know, it's a sensitive topic, but everything going on in the news right now. Yeah. With what happened. Oh yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. Yeah. Well, do you want to start? Um... I don't know, but I think this is where social media can come in for good. You know, it's still doing harm in some ways, but it's also like a quote's been going around like saying that uh, the racism's not getting worse, it's just being filmed. Um, So a lot more people are being made aware of just how difficult it is um for people of color specifically the black community to live in the United States and the world um and the it's pulling some accountability and calling for action uh for people who otherwise would have gotten away with these things if they were not filmed and not um, shared around social media these officers um, I say that lightly because they're then not doing their job by doing what they're doing but they would have gotten away with it the reports that they make are false and it's it's honestly disgusting but I think everyone, if you have five followers or 42,000 followers or 20 million followers, if anyone even has that many, I don't know, um, you need to post this and you need, not the videos, don't share the videos because that's like traumatizing for people, Mm -hmm. but share the information, sign the petitions if you don't want to like put your actual name down like put a nickname just something get the numbers up there um just do some just do anything yeah sign the petitions uh call if you can you know and most importantly which i think does even more than just posting on social media is you know take what you're advocating for and what you're you know when you see this stuff like how does it make you feel and then when you go about your own life be conscious of those things and don't feed into you know there's a lot of like internalized racism by like you know growing up knowing things or being Mm -hmm. taught to 
act a certain way around people or something like that and you know for a lot of people that's it's internalized and but you can get rid of that and you should work on that and you should be conscious of you know the the way you act or the things you say um even if it's just in your friend group like just think about these people call them and people who say things that aren't right and racist call them out yeah like don't don't be complacent and don't be silent like what what good is that doing you know just do something um listen to white privilege by macklemore if you have an ego it will be lowered (laughs) there's like Wait, let me get. Yeah, but just don't, please don't remain silent. Just say something. It takes very little effort to just be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, I just want to read a few lyrics um, from that song because I think it makes a lot of super important points that a lot of people often let like fly over their head um and one of them is you speak about equality but do you really mean it are you marching for freedom or when it's convenient um basically about like you know are you marching so that people give you a pat on the back or are you legitimately marching you know to because people innocent people are being killed and if it's for your own pat on the back then you should have an ego check reevaluate your reevaluate your decisions and you know find a way to change your mindset because it's not about you like it's not about the people who show up looking good for showing up Mm -hmm. um another one is it seems like we're more concerned with being called racist than we actually are with racism. And I think that's, like, so true. Like, so many people, you know, if you post about this on social media and then, like, uh, act another way offline or in your personal life or you know you share a post and then think nothing of it and then just like go about your life like if it if you don't sit with what has really happened and feel upset feel angry if you don't actually take the time to like sign the petitions share the petitions you know stuff like that and share important information then you're basically just covering your ass for being called racist because people can say you are if you're not posting about it because everyone is and then um another point is about the the white privilege and like this quote says white supremacy protects the privilege that i hold and that's true it's a completely fucked system but as white people we have to recognize that we benefit from it and other people do not and you know we can't go on just 
like not wanting to rock the boat because we don't want to affect our privileges because that's not fighting for equality. That's just looking out for white people. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that I just wanted to point out was it says your silence is a luxury and basically white people have the option to stay silent you don't have to post you don't have to say anything you don't have to make a difference in your own life you don't have to sign the petition and for the most part like probably no one will question you like you have it's a privilege that you have to be silent about these things and to not fear that if there's no change that you might be next so just sit with that <laughs> and you know just really try and do something that's going to be helpful nothing that's going to harm the community or you know, like those videos needed to go around for the the people to be held accountable. But now just share the information. Don't share that like it's graphic. Mm-hmm. And also I was seeing on Twitter just a side note that um when sharing and taking photos of people at the protests just be mindful that um, photos that go viral or videos that go viral of people's faces, if you can see their like full face in it or a majority of their face, um, the police, especially if they're a person of color, the police are likely to later use that to track them down and arrest them or press charges or whatever. So just try and be mindful um especially if you are a white person try and be mindful of those lives who if you you know keep blowing up pictures of people who are protesting that um you know it might give the police easier access yeah unfortunately Yeah, so please be a part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, there's no reason for you to not be, even if it, you know, like Alana was saying, it, it doesn't affect you. Everything that happens in the world is a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So despite everything going on in our lives or your lives or g- what's going on in our heads and your heads, it's like there's so much shit going on that's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. And every bad action has a ripple effect. Yeah. And for every one person that's killed, it affects so many other people. It's not just one person that gets affected. And every one black person whose story goes viral, there's so many others who have gone mm-hmm. like unheard of who are in the same position. And it's just something that doesn't have to happen and it doesn't make sense for it to happen. So just do what you can to be a part of making a change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as lame as it sounds, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. 
Yeah, that quote is thrown around so much, but it's true. Be the fucking change you want to see. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. It's not hard to donate a couple dollars to an organization. Yeah. Or spread the word or spread information that will help people deal with these situations better. Or even just educate yourself. Understand these people's lives and the struggle that they have and have empathy and break any internal racism you might have or uh incorrect like I, I can't think of the word but like false assumptions about certain groups of people mm-hmm. or whatever and you know try and see it for they are people just like us the only difference is the color of their skin yeah literally and you may not be able to change you know the older generation you may not be able to change their minds or your your friends minds you could call them out and hopefully they realize but you could learn yourself and you could educate yes. yourself mm-hmm. and bring that with you into the future and teach your kids the same thing mm-hmm. because for every one person who learns a lesson that's you know their their kids will learn from that in the future and thus will have a a better future and a better generation coming absolutely so take that all in keep it in mind Mm -hmm. you can't rational Lana's a lot better at talking about this because it doesn't make sense to me and all I do is try to rationalize the irrational which you can't do yeah so take into account everything we said and especially everything Lana just said and do something so sit with that Mm -hmm. and we'll catch you guys next week Have a good night. Black Lives Matter.